Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I'm really excited to cover a topic that I actually haven't really covered on here. So I'm really excited to bring to you today an interview with the gorgeous Madeline Shaw. So Madeline, if you don't know, is an author, mother, podcast host, nutritional therapist and coach. Madeline's Get the Glow philosophy is all about enjoying what makes you feel happy and healthy in life. So thank you so much, Madeline, for being here today. No, thank you for having me. My pleasure. I'm excited to talk all things nutrition and how, you know, mothers and non-mothers as well can kind of get their glow back with, with all of your amazing cooking and teaching. So my first question for you today is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? I've seen on your Instagram and things, you're very much into your positivity and well-being. So I'm interested to know, are you spiritual? And if so, when did that happen for you? Yeah, I would definitely consider myself spiritual. I think my awakening probably happened when I moved to Australia. My parents are from New Zealand, um, but I've always had a fascination with Australia and I would definitely call it my spiritual home. I just kind of arrived and I had never felt more at ease with the place or more connected or more excited. And I think that like uncovered lots of things for me. It's where I first got into nutrition and health and, you know, really turned my health around and got interested in cooking. But it's also where I got into yoga and I started finding out about meditation and where I first started thinking, you know, oh my God, like I'm having these, these strange thoughts. Why am I thinking this way? You know, and really understanding the connection between my thoughts and my actions and my habits and, I would say probably like that kind of move overseas just opened me up to a whole new way of thinking and living. And what do you do on like a day-to-day basis for your spirituality? Do you have any practices at all you do? Yeah, I would say I have a few things that I do every day. So I meditate every day. I did um, transcendental meditation training three and a half years ago and that's 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the afternoon although sometimes I forget to do the afternoon one uh if I'm honest um and then gratitude is also something that I love to practice you know I always really try and focus on the things I'm grateful for and you know I think when I'm feeling a bit like 
conscious or like comparing myself to other people like gratitude is something for me that really like grounds me and makes me feel appreciative of my life rather than focusing on the lack um and intuition as well really like listening to my gut and and tuning in with that and going what feels right what doesn't feel right and and respecting it and acting on it so if it doesn't feel right you know moving away from it if it does feel right moving more towards it and I think the more that I listen the stronger it gets so I kind of really try and connect with that um and then just kind of being in nature as well and and feeling connected to something bigger than myself I would say those are like the things that I do. <laughs> well, they're great practices to do, definitely. And I totally agree with gratitude as well. Like that is my ethos of you must do gratitude every day. Like it's just so important to really connect you, like you say, and just really help you to focus on all the reasons why everything's going brilliantly instead of focusing on the lack, like you say, because the more you focus on the positives, the more positives there will be. Absolutely. So leading on from your kind of like journey abroad to Australia, what made you decide to become a nutritional therapist and author? What led you down that path as such? So I never really knew what I wanted to do in life. Um, I was very good at maths at school. So I kind of thought, oh, I'll be an investment banker because you make lots of money. And, <laughs> you know, that's a great thing to do. And I interned in it at school and it just didn't quite feel right. And I applied to university in the UK to study economics. But again, it didn't really feel right. I was just doing it because it seemed like the right thing to do. Um, but again, had always had this fascination with Australia. Uh, ended up moving there for university and living there for just over three years. Where I did my degree uh, in art history and ancient history. So very different to economics. Um, and when I was over there, I tried everything, you know, I did a bit of fashion interning, I worked in retail, I worked in restaurants, I did some dog walking, I did an interior design course alongside uni while working for an interior designer. I was kind of like, just trying to figure out everything, like trying to figure out what I was going to be. And I ended up basically eating in this cafe so much they gave me a job. And I started working there and just fell in love with cooking and nutrition. And I had really bad IBS at the time and, you know, managing my stress through yoga and eating, you know, well, really helped manage it. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. And, you know, I'd grown up in London, which is where I'm originally from. And I live now, you know, with not a great relationship, I would say to myself and my body. And, you know, I very much was always cutting calories and, you know, wanting to like hate moss. And, you know, it wasn't a good place that I was in. And I think being in Australia and really understanding the importance of nutrition and self-love and looking after yourself really changed me. Um, not just what I did but how I thought about myself and it was kind of like my light bulb mo moment where I was like this is what I want to do and I had no idea by the way how I was going to execute it um, but a friend of mine uh, who worked at the cafe with me had just started up a blog and she was doing really well and I was like maybe I'll do that too and you know she was a real inspiration for me and 
uh, I moved back to London to kind of live at home while I was figuring out what I was going to do. And it was exciting because at the time there wasn't very much going on in the UK, but you know, now things have changed so much, but I just kind of hustled my way through doing like workshops and supper clubs and, you know, cooking for people and, you know, just taking ad lib jobs. And I guess now kind of blogging and uh, social media is an industry in its own. And I've just kind of sailed the wave along with it. Absolutely. It's funny how things come together, isn't it? I love how you just ate in the cafe so much. You got a job there. I mean, that's an amazing story. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's inspirational to kind of see the story evolve, like you say, of how you went down the blogging route and now you've got, you know, is it four books you've got or more out? Just three. Three. Sorry, <laughs> it's I a lot. I shouldn't even say just. It's, it's all, I have a lot of books. <laughs> well, I must have been imagining your next one then because I swear I saw four earlier, but... <laughs> Um, So your kind of ethos as such, as much as it is nutrition and, you know, eating healthily and balanced, what does wellness and positivity mean to you? Because this is something you really try to incorporate into your work, which I really love, like how they go kind of hand in hand. So what what do they mean to you? Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, as I was saying before, health growing up or diet culture growing up for me was about deprivation. And I think I really wanted to share with people that it was about enjoying your food, looking after yourself every day. And it wasn't about dieting. It was about eating well every day in a balanced way. And I kind of started this phrase of get the glow because I think when I started eating well, people said to me, oh, you're glowing, you know, you look so healthy and, you know, it's fantastic. And I was like, that's such a beautiful word to use instead of kind of, you know, get slim or get lean or whatever the other kind of catchphrases that were flying around. I just thought glow is, you know, the epitome of kind of how we all want to look and feel. And it's very inside outside. And, you know, I kind of break down the three pillars into move, munch and meditate. So, you know, your munch, your the food and the nutrition that you eat is incredibly important. And, you know, I'm not following a particular diet I don't tell people to cut out any food groups or anything but you know if you try and get as many vegetables on your plate as possible a good source of protein good source of carbohydrates fiber and you know some healthy fats that's fantastic and of course there's still room for like a bit of chocolate and you know a croissant here and there as well but I think you know nutrition has to be kind of balanced and and enjoyable and if you hate kale don't eat it there's lots of other vegetables out there that are fantastic and you know it's not just what you eat it's how you eat you know mindfully chewing your food helps you digest it more it will reduce bloating it will make you more conscious what you're consuming so you don't overeat um and the relationship with your food is really important you know not using it in a destructive way always eating with joy uh, not with stress um and you know that kind of ties into the pillar of meditate which isn't necessarily about meditation it's kind of more about mindset and that's like your relationship with yourself and you know which is the most important thing and we can be incredibly cruel to ourselves and I think that's such a sad you know existence that we have because really we spend the most of time with ourselves and if we were kinder life would be a lot easier 
And I think that, you know, cultivating good relationship, you know, gratitude every day for all that you have, of course, making goals and striving for the future is important, but also kind of feeling the wonder of what's happening. Um, and then I think it's about finding your toolkit that works for you. So for me, I really like meditation. I know for a lot of people, they don't. So whether it's journaling, whether it's walking in nature, whether it's doing yoga, whether it's, uh, you know, swimming, whatever it is, but finding your toolkit of, you know, four or five things that connect you, ground you, make you feel calm, reduce your stress, um, that you can kind of do practically in your everyday life. I think that's a really special thing to kind of figure out. Um, and then move, so movement, you know, whatever that means to you, dancing, hit training, uh, walking, climbing, um, and doing it, you know, every day in some form of capacity. Um, and, you know, always tuning into yourself. There are times when maybe you can push yourself a bit harder and times when you need to be a little bit more relaxed. And I guess it's figuring out what that is for you. Um, but I think on the whole, we do need to move and we're probably a little bit too sedentary, but then it can go into the kind of other extreme as well. So <laughs> I think really the overall art of it is like tuning into yourself. Like, what do you need in this moment? What's feeling good? What's not feeling good? And, and really assessing that. Because I think we live in a world where like there's so much information out there and you can like read that a banana is great for you or can kill you you can read an article that like hit training is the best thing for you or it can like make you stress beyond belief and I think really it's about knowing what feels good for you and and that intuition for what's right for yourself absolutely and I think one thing that I really found balance in myself was intuitively eating instead of like all this diet culture, like you've explained, you know, I thought, no, what does my body need? It's going to tell me what it needs as well as the balance, of course, of consciously, you know, making sure there is balance. I found really listening to my intuition, like massively helps my eating habits. And like you say, creating that joyful um, relationship with your food when you are eating it. Yeah. I'm quite new to like the concept of intuitive eating. I've heard it, um, you know, thrown around for a while, but I've only really read into it in the last few months and I really love it. I think it's cool and I feel like there is this new like wave of people like coming towards it. Cause I think everyone's just a bit like over it, aren't they? They're just over like shit about themselves. They're over like kind of figuring out on a menu what or what they can't have. And, you know, I just think life is too short and we need to live more joyfully. Absolutely. So talking about your podcast, Get the Glow, what does your podcast cover and how can it help new mums? Because I know that that's your focus at the moment, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think. Um, so my son is two on Saturday. And um, I think when I first became a mum, I just felt like the wellness industry didn't speak to me. You know, I didn't have that kind of like time anymore to like do five yoga classes a week or you know do all these different kind of morning rituals and all that sort of stuff and I don't know it just felt like the wellness industry was very much for someone that had a lot of time and money on their hands and I wanted to kind of talk about wellness in a different way and so I started up my podcast Get Your Glow Back and 
the kind of catchphrase of it was about like people who felt like maybe they were a bit tired or they weren't necessarily looking after themselves as well, but they wanted to get that glow back, that kind of feeling of feeling strong and good and healthy and well rested um, that we all want. So I interviewed like different um, specialists on areas such as your pelvic floor and you know how to sleep well as a mother not necessarily about sleep training your children how to eat well how to exercise postnatally you know how to deal with loneliness and how to deal with anxiety and how to deal with comparison and body image so there's lots of different topics kind of discussed and I love it you know I'm sure in a similar way to you it's always exciting speaking to new people and um it's an area that I'm new to and I'm really enjoying kind of getting lots of experts on to share their wisdom. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. and people seem to really be enjoying it so that's good <laughs> amazing and i will put the link in the description box down below to madeline's website as well so you can find her podcast and find everything um, she does including her books so my next question is what are your top tips for those of us who really struggle to find time to actually focus on nutrition and healthy eating and you know most importantly as well how can we joyfully eat so I think it totally depends on how you live your life. So I'm just going to throw out lots of different like recommendations and you just have to figure out what works for you. But I think that preparation is really key. So if you're someone that say, for example, eats like a sandwich at lunch every day, that might be the same sandwich and you're not kind of getting that variety, maybe making your lunch at home might be a really great thing. So Maybe that's on a Sunday, you prep like three lunch boxes for the next three days, you know, making like some, I don't know, butter beans, sauteed in pesto with like rocket and like some nuts and seeds and chopped up cherry tomatoes and cucumber or something. And you could, you know, spend 20 minutes or so making that, pack them into three lunch boxes, pop them in the fridge and then just grab them out 
on in the morning when you go to work and again you can do that with breakfast making like overnight oats or birches you can you know bulk is that the right word you can kind of bulk make them for the week ahead they do last you know three to four days in the fridge but also kind of filling your cupboards with lots of things that are really easy like smoked mackerel fillets and avocado um, and cherry tomatoes or things like that that literally just need to be chopped up and put in a bowl with a little bit of dressing on or something like that I think it's also good to clear your cupboards of foods that you don't necessarily want to be eating lots of. You know, I don't know how much willpower everyone has, but I know I have very little. And when there's like heaps of chocolate and biscuits in the cupboard, I'm probably going to eat the whole thing. I know that's not very intuitive, (laughs) but you know, like you have to, I just think you have to know yourself of of what feels right. Um, And I think, you know, preparation on a Sunday ahead really makes a big difference. You know, making a big batch of grains, um, you know, laying out your snacks feels really good to like prepare or like batch cooking a chili and then freezing it, which you can just reheat when you get home. Um, and also making a bit of a plan of action, kind of going realistically, how many meals are going to be cooking at home? How many meals am I going to be grabbing out? Um, and making a bit of a plan um, for it, I think makes a big difference. And I think there are so many like great like online websites, obviously like mine, but also loads of others with like inspiring delicious recipes that like can kind of get you excited. Because I think variety is key. Like they say for like good healthy gut bacteria, we want to try and eat 30 different plant species a week. And that's not necessarily 30 different vegetables. Plant species can be like different types of grains, legumes, nuts, seeds. But I think sometimes we can get like stuck in like a bit of a food rut where we're just eating like the same protein, the same vegetables, like a few times a week. So just, you know, mixing it up, getting like veg box deliveries, I think are really good. Um, they're quite sustainable they're often not wrapped in as much plastic but also they're seasonal so they're you know the most nutrient rich foods you can get um they vary each week so that's really good for mixing up different things and getting like cooking um different types of vegetables and fruits what other tips can i have um you know maybe it's like teaming up like whether you live with someone else you can alternate cooking nights or you work with friends like one person can bring in lunch for everyone uh you know alternating each days i think it's always good to feel supported by other people and like they're cheering you on and you know those sorts of things make a big difference if you're already you know wanting to you know take care of your nutrition and eat well is that you feel supported by people around you good and I totally agree when you can like do it together like you're kind of always holding each other accountable as well of like I think that's a good idea to kind of like one cook one day the next cook the next day and share with everybody because it takes that pressure off you doing it all the time obviously but also it gets everyone else involved and it gets everybody else kind of being accountable and you're all doing it together and you know you're learning how to cook at the same time which is the most important thing absolutely I used to actually do this at school but we did it with cake which I don't recommend (laughs) me my three like best friends we all just like each week used to bake a cake and bring it and then we'd all eat it and it was like (laughs) it was like obviously really fun but probably not we didn't need to like eat that much cake every day 
it's all about the balance (laughs) (laughs) so what are your top tips for living a balanced lifestyle then good question I would say the first thing would be to prioritize your sleep sleep is probably one of the most important things if you sleep well you feel better you make better food choices you're more likely to exercise you're more likely to be productive at work you're more likely to be nice to your partner and friends basically your whole life is just that little bit easier and you know a bit more productive and helping you grow and enjoy life more so I think the main thing to do is to have a bit of a wind down routine before you go to bed so that's kind of dimming the lights it's you know not looking at any electronics a few hours before bed reading a book having a bath you know even just laying out your clothes for the next day but really having you know an hour to wind down before you go to sleep because I think we treat ourselves like computers we're like go 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 working partying watching tv scary movies and then we kind of go oh it's whatever your bedtime is and i'm gonna go to bed and like we expect ourselves to switch off but it doesn't work that way you know we're incredibly stimulated by whatever we've been doing and we need to kind of tell our bodies that we're going to sleep it's a little bit like a baby you'd have like you know you bath them and you read to them and you massage them and you put them to bed so we need to treat ourselves like babies and have that wind down routine and then you know when you go to sleep make sure that your room is really dark light is incredibly stimulating so get blackout blinds or wear an eye mask um you know and make sure your room's nice and cool um so have a fan or keep the window open um having a cool environment is just much more inducive of a good night's sleep um and then um you know make sure that in the day you're managing your stress you know stress can affect sleep you're not eating too late that can also disrupt your sleep um and what else can i say about sleep um you know Um, and then in the morning when you're waking up you're getting lots of natural lights because that really helps clock your circadian rhythm in the right way because sometimes we have sort of backward circadian rhythms where we're more energized at night and not in the morning so in the morning wake up get outside get the natural light on your skin you know spend as much time as you can outside because that's really helpful for making sure your circadian rhythm is working the right way and then it will make sure that you'll sleep better in the evening as well um so yeah that was quite a long first top tip for sleep (laughs) Um, (laughs) so yeah sleep would be important um you know nutrients and nourishment would be as well obviously i've spoken a little bit about balancing your plate and um and then uh you know getting in daily exercise as well movement i think is best first thing in the morning um it's when your cortisol is higher so your stress hormones so you're a bit more up and at them and sometimes if you exercise too late in the evenings it can disrupt your sleep so kind of getting that exercise in and i think it's important to put it in your diary you know go i'm going to exercise at you know eight o'clock this morning or whatever that time is for you and put it in your diary like you would meeting up with your friend or having a meeting for work and 
you know, make sure that you're going to it and whatever works for you, whether it's exercising at home, exercising in a class, going to the gym, you know, figure out what works for you and just be consistent with it. Um, and then I think it's important to also make sure you're doing something for your mind. So we exercise our body, we nourish our body, but what are you doing for your mind? So, you know, whether that's gratitude, whether that's just taking you know, half an hour for yourself to do nothing, to relax, to, you know, just lie in a field or whatever kind of makes you feel good. But I think it's important to like do something for your mind and do something that makes you feel good and, you know, practice gratitude and, you know, figure out your list of things that make you feel good and make you feel happy and make you feel safe and make you feel calm and make sure that again they're being put into your everyday or every week life so that you're feeling balanced and good and I think also to just to check in with yourself every day every night how am I feeling what's going on you know what could what could I maybe you know spend more time doing and what can I spend time less doing and do I need to do more do I need to ease off myself a little bit and kind of respect how your body and mind feels because we're ever changing especially as women with our like you know cycles we're going through almost like a year cycle every month you know we've got different seasons with our periods and I think it's good to just know that not every day is the same you know sometimes we feel good sometimes we don't feel as good and I think um yeah that's important and then my final thing just because I guess uh I see it affecting me and people I care about is switching off from online and having time away from our phones you know I adore social media and I'm appreciative of everything that it gives me with my career but I think that sometimes it can be intense and it can bring up a lot of comparison and not feeling good enough even when your life is perfect you know you can feel less than and I think that's not a great place to be in so I think it's important to have time off your phone whether that's switching off for the weekends or every evening um and you know really having time away so you're not kind of losing yourself just staring at other people's lives you're also really enjoying your life because I think that's really really important it's something we're lacking in we know so much about you know Zoella's eating and wearing today or whatever I'm just giving an example she's cool I'm <laughs> nothing against Zoella she's awesome but we know so much about these people but do we know how much do we know about ourselves and how much do we know about you know our our families and our friends and our partners and you know I think they're the most people most important people that we should be investing in and understanding and caring for and I think the balance needs to sort of be switched a little bit definitely and 100% agree with that so my last um question for you today is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners today it is the life advice I was given age 22 when I left Sydney to move back to London and I had a leaving party with all my Australian pals and um, a friend of mine who's a yoga teacher and I kind of said to him you know I'm moving back to London and I want to set up a blog and you know what I want to do I, I feel like loads of other people are doing what I'm doing and he said 
you know what Madeline you know there's only one you and you will bring something very special to the world that no one else will and I probably had a few cocktails at the time but luckily I did remember what he told me and I've always held it very close to my heart and it's something that I come back to you know I've almost been doing my blog seven years now but it's something I think about very often because I think sometimes we can think that oh I can't do that career because someone else is doing that or I can't get into this because someone else has done it but it's you know it's so silly because we're all individual we're all very magical and we all kind of have special qualities that no one else has and I think that is kind of the key thing to make you believe in yourself to go out and chase your dreams and do whatever you want to do beautiful advice and really really good and so true so I think that will definitely help a lot of people listening who either want to follow your path or follow any path in life it's you know definitely it's your superpowers and everybody has a uniqueness and that's what makes you special absolutely well thank you so much Madeline for coming on it's been such a pleasure speaking to you today and getting to know you more getting to know your work more and as I said earlier I will link Madeline's website down below for you to go and have a look at to go and find her work but where can my lovely followers find you online what's your social media handle so my Instagram is Madeline with three E's underscore short underscore <laughs> a few underscores there <laughs> But hopefully she'll find it by just typing in her name. So it should be fine. But you'll definitely find her and her amazing work. But thank you, Madeline, for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. No, thank you. I've really enjoyed speaking. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you have enjoyed Madeline and I's conversation all about nutrition and spirituality today. As always, you can find out more about myself and my life coaching over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. And don't forget, you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, where you can join myself and other like-minded souls, where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love love to see you again soon I hope you have a great week whatever you are up to and I will see you in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.